Blog Talk Radio.
demons. Let me may as well tell you about demons. I'm already here. 2 Timothy 4.10. You can just jot it down so you can go look at it later. Demons have forsaken me, having loved this present world. Demons have forsaken me, having loved this present world. You see, if you're going to love the present world, you're going to depart from us too. And that's the truth. See, you can shuck and jive people, but you can't shuck and jive God. He knows where you really are. I want to encourage everyone to be honest and to be truthful, just as our our prayer says. You know, we've been saying this same prayer all week long. And it talks about being truthful with God and being truthful with ourselves and ditching our outright lies and some other things. And guess what? God wants us to ditch those things. They're not found in Christ. Amen? Amen. So if you plan to go when the Holy Spirit takes the body of Christ, takes the church out of the earth, you got work to do, because why? We're human. We're still turning from our wicked ways. We haven't finished that project yet. So let's keep going. There's work to do. Yes, we're going to reach out to others, just like we did for what the world calls Halloween. We're going to do it again very soon. We're going to do it very soon. So, and if you would want if you want me to mail you some tracks and I will I will send them to you you're going to have to send me an email at gproom@outlook.com with your name printed properly your address printed properly city state country if necessary and a zip code because I'm going to go down the new list and those that do it okay that's who I'm sending them to okay We got it now? We got it straight? So start getting your prayers ready before the Lord. Start consecrating your heart toward the Lord so that you can do what we do, because this is what we do as a family. We are a family in the body of Christ. We are a church, and this is what we can do. God has given us this opportunity, and we're going to take it. There are people who need to hear about Jesus. And they're pretty much expecting us to do something because they want to hop around with a bunny. You know what I mean. But that's not what we're bringing. We have a different hop, a hop from darkness to light. Amen? Amen. So do as I ask. You heard me. Do what I asked you to do. I'm not going to keep reminding you why, because it ought to be important enough to you to remember. Amen? Amen. Pastor, please send some tracks. Surely, I will get on it as soon as I can. Amen? Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. No, I did not ask you to see if you could go out and spend money. I didn't ask you to do that. If you still have some of your plastic bags from before, get them out. Amen? 
And we're not, you know, you might get candy, but it won't be a bunny. It won't, what's them things, chirps or chips or whatever they call them? Peeps. Yeah, peeps. We don't want nothing peeping and muttering. Okay? Got it? You got that straight? Okay. That's that's the announcement for today, so to speak. Oh, yeah, we're not doing chocolate eggs either. We're not doing the fertility goddess, okay, if you don't mind? Chocolate, yes. Eggs, no. We got it? All right. We are not doing the fertility god. We have a god. His name is Jesus. Amen. Thank you. So that's what we're going to do. Now, what else is I supposed to say, Holy Spirit? Pastor loves you. I want you to remember that. It's important to me for you to know that. Pastor loves you no matter what you do and no matter what you don't do. My love for you is not based on your performance. It comes from the heart of God. Thank you. God knew I would be this way long before I found out he had decided I was going to pastor. And he was right. Amen? So, I want you to remember that what I'm teaching you is vital for your growth and development as a Christian. I don't come with sermons just to preach a sermon. I come with a message from heaven so that you can grow and develop and become who Jesus sent you to become to begin with. Who would want to come to earth and spend all of this time here, all of these years, and not accomplish what Jesus actually wants us to accomplish? Jesus did not die for corporations. Jesus died for souls, human souls. What the world doesn't consider to be so important, Jesus thinks is important. So, Seeing as we know this, let's act like we know it. It's time for you to start praying for the souls that we're going to reach out to. We're not waiting on them to come ring our doorbells because they don't do that for what they call Easter. We're going to them. Amen? Amen. All right. So whether they're in your neighborhood or they're someplace else, Start calling on the Lord, asking the Holy Spirit how he wants you to get it done, okay? We're not going to give you a rubber stamp and say, okay, everybody's got to do it exactly like this. And No, God has the right to determine how he wants to use you. I remember, you know, I have a friend that I don't talk about very much. And my friend has an interesting ministry here. You know, we have crosswalks that go over the interstate here. And every time I turn around, my friend is up there with another sign saying, love Jesus, saying something else God wants us to know. And every time I cheer him on. I have another friend on the west side who stands on the corner saying, Jesus is on his way back. 
It's good to have friends like that. Amen? Each of us has got to do what God puts on our hearts, but each of us has got to do something. We can't just sit here and say, well, okay, I'm going to heaven. No, that's not how this works. Jesus wants many sons and daughters to come to glory. So let's give Jesus what he wants, okay? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what else, Holy Spirit, do I want to say? All right. The Holy Spirit says to tell you that for the next three weeks, you need to pray for me personally. And he will give you the instructions that he wants you to use in that effort. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We got that. And that's the end of the announcement. Amen. Please judge yourselves according. Praise God. Now, this is the time where we come before the Lord and we repent of our sins. We've got them, so we're, we're going to do it all together, okay? We're going to repent of our sins. And we're going to ask the Lord to forgive us because, you know, some of the stuff we do wrong, at the time we do it, we don't necessarily realize how wrong we are. Amen? We don't. We're busy, caught up in what we're thinking, and we're not considering the impact of what we're doing. Remember I told you that every time you doubt, It's like taking one of those great big wrecker balls, trying to knock Jesus out. Well, we don't think of it that way now, do we? But that's what's going on. So we have to come before the Lord and repent because we don't really get it sometimes when we do things. We say, oh, I just did that. I always do that. Well, guess what? The Holy Spirit didn't smile that time. Amen. So we're going to get it straight, okay? We're going to we're going to grow. We're going to do better than we did last month. Amen. That's what growth means. We do better. We become more like Christ. We remember what we learned the last time. Amen. And we keep applying the word to our lives. None of us are perfect. There are no perfect people down here. But we have room for improvement, don't we? Amen. So we're going to take up some of that room, aren't we? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Oh, I know where I'm going. Thank you. I remember. Amen. We're going to repent, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you to have mercy on your children. We are wrong. And you're going to help us to see that we're wrong. That that wasn't the character and nature of Jesus. That was the old us or whatever popped up at the moment. And sometimes we do it out of weariness, Lord. 
we're actually physically, mentally, and emotionally weary. And we don't really mean it the way it comes out. Sometimes we just get frustrated. Sometimes we get angry. Sometimes we just don't understand. We're not always attempting to be malicious or suspicious or undermining, but sometimes we get pressed because we haven't spent enough time in prayer with you. So, Lord, for every trial and every temptation where we didn't get it right, we ask you to forgive us. We ask you to have mercy upon us. We ask you to strengthen us. We ask you to continually remind us of your word and your presence in our lives. Have mercy upon us, O God, according to thy loving kindness. According unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out our transgressions. Wash us thoroughly from our iniquity and cleanse us from our sins. For we acknowledge our transgressions, and our sin is ever before us. Against thee, thee only, have we sinned, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, we were shapen in iniquity, and in sin did our mothers conceive us. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make us to know wisdom. Purge us with hyssop, and we shall be clean. Wash us, and we will be whiter than snow. Make us to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from our sins, and blot out all of our iniquities. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Cast us not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Restore unto us the joy of thy salvation, and uphold us with thy free spirit. Then will we teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver us from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of our salvation, and our tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would we give it. Thou desirest not in verse, delighteth not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are what we have prayed for, Lord, a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou will not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness. Now I'm going to give you a minute to say to the Lord what you want to say. Mm. 
And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. For we, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, You ready on both? Okay, we're ready, God. Okay. Uh huh. Look at you. If I change one little thing, you have this look on your face like she didn't do what she does every single time. They're paying attention, God. They're not doing. They're not going through the motions today. Okay. Thought you were surprised. Uh huh. Uh huh. Praise God. All right, so we're actually awake in here. Amen. Amen. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate your sacrifice, Lord Jesus. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. 
But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen? Amen for not being condemned with the world. I'm very happy about that, and I pray that you are too. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We want to thank you for your goodness. Now, saints, earlier today, I posted a worship song in the chat room. It was one of the songs that the local church worshiped the Lord with doing praise and worship. And I invite you to join in with us at your earliest convenience with that worship song. Amen? Amen. So it's it's already posted in the chat room. Amen? Amen. Heavenly Father, we love you. And we desire to be filled with all your fullness. Therefore, we bow our knees to you, God, our Father, and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Grant to us, Father, according to the riches of your glory, that we would be strengthened with might by your spirit in our innermost being. Yes, sir. I would like that very much. Let Christ dwell in our hearts by faith so that we, being rooted and grounded in your love, may be able to comprehend, may be able to comprehend with all saints the breadth, length, depth, and height of Christ's love. Father, enable us to know and to experience Fully, the love of Christ, which surpasses human knowledge. Father, fill us with all your fullness. Thank you for always being present with us. Thank you, Father, that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to your great power that is at work within us, causing us to will and to do of your good pleasure. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for this mighty inner strengthening of the Holy Spirit. Thank you that Christ will be more and more at home in our heart, living within us as we trust in him. Thank you that our roots will grow down and deep into your wonderful love. 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Now to all of our first-time listeners, we pray that if you're a Christian, you participated in Holy Communion. But God receives your love all the time. Feel free to give him some. Amen? Feel free to give him some. Don't be stingy. Don't act like humans normally do. I'll love you if I feel like it. Don't be that way. God isn't that way. He loves continually. He doesn't have a spigot where he turns it on and off. We ought not have one either. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So today, we're going to talk about a child of God. A child of God. That's what we're going to talk about. A child of God. Amen. Amen. That's what I thought happened. A child of God. There it is. Amen. A child of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. Romans chapter 8, verse 16. Romans. Chapter 8, verse 16. Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. You see, saints, there are people who assume that they are children of God, and they are actually the children of the devil. There are a lot of them, a whole lot of them. A lot of them go to church. Some of them have offices in church. Remember, what was that? Um, they call, was he the BTK killer? Or the whatever designation they gave him. Somebody put it in the chat room. You know what I'm talking about. That man that was a mass murderer and he went around killing women. And his, it ended up, he did it for a long period of time. And it ended up that his children, his grown children, came to understand that their dad, who was in the Lutheran church and an officer in the Lutheran church was actually this dreaded killer that went out everywhere killing people. And you say, that's awful, Pastor. Well, yes, it is awful. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's why I got it right. Thanks, Holy Spirit. His name is, was or is Dennis Rader. BTK serial killer is in the news again. Ah, yeah. But he he went to church. He went to church. Yes, he did. He went to church. He 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 was a serial killer. That's right. I said, could you imagine that? He was convicted of ten counts of first degree murder. BTK, bind, torture, kill. That's right. That's what happened. So you see, there are people. No, he was an officer in that particular church. No, Andre, that's, that wasn't his designation. He was an officer. I think he was over the finances. You know, like Judas was. He was over the finances in that particular church way back then, long time ago. And the church people, I want you to know, were the most shocked people in the world to find out that that was actually who had been doing all of that. So I'm going to say that again. There are people who go to church, all denominations and non-denominations, who show up in there, they do what the church people do. Some of them are officers, some are not, some are laypersons. But they have another life. They've got a sin. So you can't tell me that at no point the Holy Spirit preached through the pastor and didn't touch his sin. Okay? Church is designed to deal with sin. And it was a pity that he didn't allow God to change him the way God desired to. That's why we're still seeking to become the people that God intended for us to be. So we're going to talk about this being a child of God. You see, in our prayer, we talk about being truthful with God and truthful with ourselves and asking God to search our hearts to see if there be any wicked way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. We don't want to be the people that spend all this time in church going through all of this and still. He says, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. I never knew you. We don't want to be in that group. So, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Many foolish persons who are unlearned in scripture and confused in their understanding have misinterpreted this scripture. They have mistaken the voice of their own imagination for the witness of the Holy Spirit. 
the result is that they presume. Remember, we just repented of presumptuous sin. Just before we took Holy Communion, we repented of presumptuous sin. The result is that they presume that there were that they were children of God while they were actually doing the works of the devil. This is serious. This is very serious. They are so drenched in their own era that it is with great difficulty that they are convinced of their wrong. What I am saying is that some people believe information which they attribute to Christianity. In truth, this information is false and not a part of biblical Christianity at all. Some believe that all they have to do is to show up at church. Almost any church will do. Then they should show up for service with some frequency to make sure that they are in good standing. Firmly believe that as long as they try to blend in with the other church people, they will go to heaven when they die. It's serious. You see, church, the pews and the chairs and the carpet and the wall decoration actually at some times show more faithfulness than we do. That's sad to say. It really is. They're there when you leave. And they're in church when you come back. You never looked at it that way, did you? Mm-hmm. That's a new perspective. So you have to bring more to it than, well, I showed up today. I listened to the broadcast. You have to bring more to this than that. I did my little duty today, whatever that was. You have to bring more to this than that. Amen? Amen. All efforts to bring them to the knowledge of themselves are considered fighting against God or worse by those persons because they know that they are right because they're doing what they think makes for a Christian. I can remember when I was little, and I thought that what made you a Christian was that you went to church every Sunday no matter what. That's what I thought. Well, actually, 
That's not what makes you a Christian. It's what Christians ought to do, but that's not what makes you a Christian. So, I went to church every Sunday, period. I had decided that I did not want to go to hell under any circumstances whatsoever. And whatever God had to do in my life to see to it that I didn't go to hell, I was good for it. You see, all decisions that you make in ignorance aren't quite as bad as they seem at first. You just have to learn better later. Amen? Amen. You see, I saw people in church who would open the newspaper while church is going on and write the grocery list. Yes, there was one particular man who came. He was a trustee in the church, and he would literally open up the grocery section of the newspaper while church was going on and write the grocery list. I'm as serious as I can be. You see, stranger things have happened. I'm not going to tell you that he wasn't a Christian. I just thought he had some strange habits. Let's put it that way. Okay? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There contrary spirit which they describe in religious terms removes them from all usual methods of conviction. Reasonable persons observing the effects of this kind of lying delusion will attempt to avoid falling into the same error. I didn't see anybody else in the church writing their grocery list but this one man, and he sat right in front of me. Others who observe this tragedy are not likely to believe anyone who claims to have this witness of the Spirit of God that the Scripture refers to. Some, in lack of training, have been mistaken in hearing voices. So those who are unlearned and possibly in unbelief assume that everybody is wrong. You see, when you introduce the spiritual life that's in Christ, when you attempt to mention it, Around these kinds of people, they take offense. What do you mean? Well, you just happen to be standing near them, not necessarily in conversation with them. And you mention, well, the Lord spoke to me this week and said such and such and such. Well, you see, they are offended because they don't believe that you're such a good person that God would actually talk to you personally. Now, granted, in the Bible, from the very beginning, 
God had direct communication with human beings. You may start at Genesis and continue. God talked to people directly. But they don't think that God would talk to anybody now, and surely not you. So they shut down on anybody who has this kind of attitude, belief, or testimony. They think all of those kind of people are phony. Why? Because God doesn't talk to them. What a tragedy. What a tragedy. They are ready to classify as fanatics all who use terminology which designates experiences which they do not understand. You dare not say anything about speaking in tongues around them because they'll think that you're insane. You're some kind of freak. I think you understand what I'm saying. They question whether the witness or testimony of the Spirit is the privilege of ordinary Christians. So these type of persons come to the conclusion that the work of the Holy Spirit is extraordinary gifting, which went away with the death of the apostles. In other words, these people do not believe in divine healing. They do not believe in miracles today. They do not believe in the gift of tongues. And on and on and on and on. They don't believe the Holy Spirit is in the world, in people, doing these kinds of things. They don't believe in the laying on of hands. They just, there's a whole litany of what they just don't believe. And it's very difficult to reach them because they have made a decision based on too much ignorance and a hardened heart of unbelief. When they, if they read at all, certain passages of Scripture, some of them just don't read certain parts of the Bible, they say, oh, that went away with the apostles. Well, no. There's at least one book in the Bible that's still being written. Amen? But they don't consider that. So you're going to run into these people from time to time. Don't be taken aback by them being offended because you're different. Some of you can't tell your own family that you are biologically connected to what you know about the COVID-19 and other Situations that are global. Why? Because they will disconnect themselves from you. Some of them did it during COVID-19. They decided that members of the family that had had the jab could come to Thanksgiving, and those that hadn't couldn't come. They ostracized 
and cut off members of their own family. This kind of mindset is on the move. It's still there. It has not packed up and gone anywhere. It's there. So let's not be shocked when it happens to us. Let's not be shocked and taken aback when ignorance and rebellion and pride and willfulness do their thing. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We need to know that this is real. We need to know that we may have to experience it. We need to know that this is not some strange thing. God does not bless error nor fanatical attitude, yet he has ordained the gift of God. We do not deny God's gift simply because others refuse to believe. So let's go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Acts chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from where? From heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began, when they were filled, they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. See, God let everybody get a taste of this idea, you see? Now when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we? Every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and dwellers in Mesopotamia, and Judea, and Cappadocia, and Pontus, and Asia, and on and on, all the way to and in the parts of Libya about Cyrene, and strangers of Rome, and Jews, and proselytes, Cretes, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our tongue the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? All right, here it is, verse 13. 
mocking, said, These men are full of new wine. So we have all these people experiencing the same thing and hearing in their own language the wonderful works of God. Yet, in that same group, there were mockers which said, these men are full of new wine. No, this isn't God stirring up and doing something. This is a bunch of drunk. So that mindset is still in the earth. There are going to be people who see a move of God. They're not going to call it a move of God. They're going to label it something else. Don't be shocked when it happens. Don't be shocked. If you have a question, you know you can go to the throne and ask God, is this you? If it is, help me to understand. You know you can do that. I've taught you that. You don't have to go with the wrong crowd. That's not required of you. Amen? What is this witness or testimony of our spirit? What is the witness of God's spirit? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. In the scripture that we read in Romans 8, Paul speaks of the witness of God's spirit. Romans 8, I'm back in Romans 8 again. And I'm starting at verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again. 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 We have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. So if you've got all this fear sitting up in your life that Jesus has been telling you for the past five years to get rid of, you have a spirit of bondage under that. Deal with it. Deal with it. Quit just sitting there, walking around, pulling those chains behind you. And then going along your daily routine singing, break every chain. No, deal with it. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. All right. All who are indeed led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So we should behave like God's own children. We've been adopted into the bosom of his family. So now we call him Father, Father. 
God's Holy Spirit speaks to us in our spirit and tells us and confirms to us that we are really God's children. Okay, some people have been married for 20 years, and one day they wake up and they don't feel like they're married. But they know that's a lie because they know they're married. How they feel has nothing to do with it. You got it? You decide you wake up one day and, well, I just don't feel like a Christian. Well, go brush your teeth, wash your face, and get it together because you still are a Christian. You got the point? I just don't feel like it. Well, tell that feeling what to do, where to go, and how to get there. Amen? Good. I'm glad we understand because there will be days when you wake up and don't feel like it. But you need to speak to that feeling in the name of Jesus Christ, and you already know what to do with it. Amen. Very good. See, Lord, they're getting better. Amen. Every true Christian should know this down inside their knower. Deep down inside you, you ought to know that you're a Christian and that you belong to God through Jesus Christ. It shouldn't be just head knowledge. You ought to actually have a witness down inside you. It's not necessarily a feeling. It's more of a knowing. There is both, let me back up. This is God's witness that we are his children. There is both the testimony of God's spirit and the testimony of the Christian's own spirit. Yeah, there's a testimony coming out of you that he or she is a child of God. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot claim that we are God's child. Does that mean that everybody is going to speak in tongues? No, because some people don't want to. I'm going to just tell you that straight up. But that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit has not indwelt them and that their spirit has been changed, and that they now have a direct connection to their heavenly Father through Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, the greatest soul tie is to the Godhead. And when you become a Christian, that's what you've got. You become alive to God. You were once dead in sins and trespasses. But when you come to Jesus, that's over. You are resurrected into a new life with God. You become alive in God. 
And yes, the devil already knows it. You don't have to announce it to him. Praise God. The Christian's walk in faith is designed to perfect holy understanding, not to eliminate it. We are called to move away from childish thinking. Yes, babes with regard to evil, yet to grow into maturity in thinking. We're supposed to be babes where evil is concerned. We're not trying to learn everything we can learn about how to be nasty, how to be wicked, but otherwise to mature in our thinking. Amen? We should know that all who are led by the Spirit of God into all holy temperament and actions are sons of God. The Bible says so. So this saint can say, I am led by the Holy Spirit of God, so I am a son of God. In the first epistle of John, John tells us that we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If we obey his commandments. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. 1 John chapter 2, verse 5. But whoso keepeth or obeys his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. That we are in him. Amen? All right? Whosoever obeys God's word and this saint truly love for God is brought to perfection. The ones who obey God's word in that saint the love of God is brought to perfection. Obedience is important thing. By this, we are certain that we are in him. John helps us when he says in 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, 1 John chapter 3, verse 14, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. We know that we have passed from death unto life in Christ because we love the brethren. 
he that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Okay, we got that now? Amen. We know that we have passed from death, being separated from God, to life, alive in God through Jesus Christ, because we love the brothers. By this, we will know that we are of the truth. And reassure our hearts before him. In other words, if you don't have any love, care, or concern for the members of Miracle Outreach Ministry, I would be headed back to the foot of Calvary to see what I did wrong. This is because we love one another. Not in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us, because he has given us his own spirit. And by this, we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he has given us. The love of God is poured out in our hearts, the Bible says, by the Holy Spirit. That's what the Bible says. Amen. That's what the Bible says. That's what it teaches. Amen. That's what the Bible teaches. That the love of God is poured out in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. The Bible also says that the gift, the Holy Spirit, the gift is poured out. You know, when you're poor, you pour freely. It's up here, and it just flows straight down wherever it needs to go, into the container. God is a giving God. So you ask, how does it show that we love God and our neighbor? Or how does it appear to us that we keep these commandments? Well, say, how does it appear to you that you are really alive? How do you know you're alive? Mm. This is not a trick question. How do you know that you are alive? How do you know that you are not in serious pain? How do you know? No, it's not a trick question. You are immediately conscious of such matters. If you're in severe pain, trust me, you know it. 
and nobody has to explain it to you. Even if you don't know how to talk yet. This very same immediate consciousness can let you know that your soul is alive to God. Some of you need to think back to when you became a believer and received Jesus Christ. One day, you thought a certain way. You looked at life a certain way. You looked at yourself a certain way. But after you received Jesus Christ, it's like you woke up one day and you were a completely new person. Am I right or wrong? Nobody had to put a bulletin board up in front of your bedroom to say, you're a new person. No, you already knew that. You felt brand new. Yes, you can tell if you have a meek and quiet spirit, free from the pain of proud anger. Yes, you can tell. Likewise, you will perceive love, rejoicing, and delight in God when you fellowship with him. Yes, you will. Likewise, you will know if you love your neighbor as yourself. You'll know it. You will. Think about it. If you have kindly affections toward all mankind, you will know it. You will know if you are full of gentleness and long-suffering. The outward signs of obeying these commandments is also apparent to you. Nobody's got to point it out to you. You know. No one has to tell you. Your conscience speaks to you daily. Not good. Your conscience speaks to you daily. At least it ought to. Mm-hmm. It's getting quiet, Jesus. It's getting quiet again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You will know if you are full of gentleness and long-suffering. The outward signs of obeying these commandments is obvious to you. Yes, your conscience should speak to you daily. God has given us a conscience to lead us to holiness of heart. It is to keep us holy in conversation or lifestyle. It is a conscious of having received the spirit of adoption. You see, 
when I was growing up, there was this phrase that said, let your conscience be your God. Well, see, more people were actually Christians then. But you see, when you're on the other side, your conscience has been seared for, for the most part. Unless there's some effect, some influence in your life where you're still going back and forth. Part of the time you want to act like the devil and part of the time you want to pretend you're not. You know. It is a conscience of having received the spirit of adoption. When you know you're a Christian, all of a sudden there's certain things you know you ought not to do. Nobody's standing there beating you over the head. You just know I ought not to do that. You've got a serious sense of it. Through the spirit, we express emotions belonging to his adopted children. Therefore, we have a loving heart toward God and all mankind. We hang upon God our Father in loving confidence. Now, I had the privilege of observing this little boy yesterday. He was being held by his dad on his dad's shoulder with the right arm, and the dad was carrying the groceries with the left arm. And that little boy was just as comfortable up there in the air on his dad's shoulder. He didn't have a care in the world. It never occurred to him that he could fall off his dad's shoulder, hit the cement, and bust his head open. There was no consciousness of that at all. It was simply a consciousness of being connected and near to his dad, and so he felt safe and secure. He was enjoying the moment. He was fellowshipping with his day. Well, if he can figure it out, what about you? What about you? If he felt safe and secure, and his dad was almost six feet tall, and he's up on his shoulder, why don't you feel safe and secure with a God who is everywhere and cannot fail? Why don't you feel connected to your heavenly Father? Why do you try to pray like he's up out there somewhere in another galaxy? What's with that? He's everywhere, but he's in you. You have an undeniable connection to the Godhead. Well, you you need to come to grips with that, you know? Some of the stuff you go through, considering the truth that you've been exposed to, is downright irrational. You go into these panics and these terrors and, oh, I'm so anxious, and all of that other stuff. 
is if you have no knowledge that God is right in you. You act like you just haven't got it yet. You've been listening to me say it for years now. When are you going to get it? You meet a new challenge, and I'm, 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 I'm so I'm, I'm so concerned about, about this. I, I, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can handle it. Are you serious? The one who made the whole world lives in you. When are you going to believe God? When are you going to break that chain? You can do it. You know you can. So, what's the matter of you? We desire nothing but him. We hang upon God our Father in loving confidence. We desire nothing but him. We can cast all our cares upon him. That little boy wasn't worried about a bird coming by hitting him in the head. He was up there with his dad having a great time at Walmart. So now if he can do that, what's wrong with you? And if the bird had shown up, he might have bopped him. We can embrace all other humans with tender affection. Why? Because your father does. And you can do it too. The result is that we are ready to lay down our lives for our brothers as Christ laid down his life for us. From this, we are conscious that we are inwardly conformed to the image of Jesus by who? The Holy Spirit. We walk before God in justice, mercy, and truth, doing the things which are pleasing in his sight. Well, we need to think about that, don't we? We need to think about that. Things that are pleasing in his sight. Saints, we must never take the presence of the Holy Spirit lightly. Hosea chapter 5, verse 15. 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 I will go and return to my place, till, till, till they acknowledge their offense and seek my faith. I'm withdrawing from them till they acknowledge their offense and seek my faith. 
in their affliction, they will seek me early. God said, I'm going to withdraw myself from them. And I'm going to wait till they acknowledge their offense, till they acknowledge what they've done wrong. And seek my faith. Why? So we can turn from our wicked ways. In their affliction, they will seek me early. It'll get their attention. Does God have to do it that way with us? Sometimes he does. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 29. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning with verse 29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. You've heard that before. Now notify your mouth. The Bible says the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So that means the mouth and the heart are connected. You're going to have to go deeper. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying or building up, that it may minister grace unto the hearer. That includes your spouse. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. Why? Because when you do that, you grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. The Holy Spirit of God is the one who seals you for redemption. That's not the one to grieve. Amen? Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And he has not erased any one of them. They're all still in the Bible. The bitterness, the wrath, the anger, the clamor, the... You know, let all bitterness, I am ticked with you. I don't have to explain wrath and anger. You know them too well. Clamor and evil speaking. Be put away from you with all malice. You know that ugly, that ugly feeling that you have toward you think of them, and there it is. Amen. And instead of all of that, let's do what's in verse thirty-two. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted. Forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Because you're not so perfect yourself. 
We're doing very good today, God. Very good. The love of God has been so misunderstood. His mercy has been taken for granted by millions. Oh, well, God knows my heart. Yes, that it's deceitfully wicked. Okay. He knows it. (laughs) Oh, well, God knows my heart. Uh Uh-huh, that's the problem. That's it right there. One lady said this as she laughed. When her pastor asked her why she had not been to church in several months, she said, oh, well, God knows my heart. Yeah, that you've grown cold on him. He sure does. She had been taking vacation, and her vacation included vacating away from God. (gasps) Really? Mm Mm-hmm. She'd been taking vacation, spending her time out on the lake on Sunday, meditating with the Lord. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Yet, She had become so accustomed to ignoring the inner voice of the Holy Spirit. Her conscience had become seared and numb. That means when her conscience was pricked, nothing happened. It is a dangerous moment to think that access to God is permanent and easy. His presence keeps you soft toward him. His presence keeps you hungry and thirsty. You know we're supposed to hunger and thirst. For righteousness. When you do not pursue his presence, the danger of becoming callous and hardened is very, 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 very real. A saint once told me, I never dreamed I could get this far from God. Said a man who had preached with fire in his soul, love pouring through his heart many, many years before. But he had offended the Holy Spirit. Over and over and over again. Now, the Holy Spirit had withdrawn from him. He had even lost his hunger and thirst for the presence of God. When you feel troubled in your spirit, 
thank God for such a trouble. Millions have ignored him so long that the fire of desire has died out. Only ashes remain. You know, in a love relationship, particularly in marriages, people allow things, situations, outcomes to come between them. And it affects the love relationship. If these things go unchecked, they will kill the love relationship. If nobody decides to repent to the Lord, they'll stay there. And they will work to separate them and to ruin their testimony as a couple in holy matrimony. Amen. 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 I'm going to let you think about that. Your homework is to recast the message so it can get down on the inside of you. You heard it this time, but when you hear it again, you'll hear more clearly what God wants you He may not tell you. He's just waiting on you to decide to do it. You see, we have to learn not to grieve the Holy Spirit. We have to learn not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for this word. We want to thank you for the armor of God. You still let us have it, even when we're wrong. We want to thank you. We want to thank you that you are our shepherd, and we shall not want. You still take care of us, no matter how nasty we act. We want to thank you that you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord, because you are long-suffering. We want to thank you that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us so we can drop this little I-can-do-it-myself thing. That pride needs to go. We want to thank you that you have given us the ability to cast down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We know better, Lord. We just don't do better. We want to thank you that you still allow us to cast all of our cares upon you 
because you care for us. We want to thank you for allowing us to walk in divine health. We want to thank you for the stripes of Jesus that were provided that we might be healed. We want to thank you for your joy still being in us because your joy, Lord, is our strength. We want to thank you that the Holy Spirit is even willing to put up with us anymore. We want to thank you that he still loves us. We want to thank you that you are still willing to lead us and guide us in all of our ways. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing us to refer to you as the Lord of our life, even though we don't always obey you. You ask us, why call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say to do? So, Lord, we want to thank you for bringing this to our attention today. You've been you've been talking to us about this for some time, but you want some action. We want to thank you that you led Pastor to post a sermon this week in the chat room. We're going to get up off our duff and go find it and listen to it. Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his wicked power. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, post-microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Thank you, Lord. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, not in our own power, but by your spirit. We return the attacks under the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar demons, electronic, digital, technology demons, and their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits. We've still got too much pride, Lord, and their attacks. We bind all brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks. 
All water, marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils and their attacks, all unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks. Some of us, Lord, depend on the medical community too much. Some of us, however, are too stubborn and hard-hearted to submit to your spirit when you want to send us to the medical community under your governance. Help us to grow up, Lord. Help us to grow up. Help us to grow up. Running to the medical community on our own is one thing. Under your governance is quite another. Thank you, Jesus. We bind all sex devils in their attacks, all unclean spirits in their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils in their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all seducing, womanizing, and drone spirits. Thank you, Lord. Whoredom spirits in their attacks, all the voices of the stranger in their attacks. The Havana Syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons, all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attacks, all targeted radio frequency, electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. Amen. That's the truth. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils, all mystic rituals and their intents. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind all 5G and their components, every weapon coming against us from other galaxies, from what we call outer space, from any satellite system, from any surveillance system from any global positioning system, off any planet, from any orbit, from witches that think they can sit on the circle of the earth and curse Christians. We bind all these attacks coming through the cell towers, coming through our devices. We bind them in the name of Jesus Christ. We send their attacks back. It's not for us. We belong to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And when our devices don't work, we need to remember to take authority, dominion, and power over the demons that attack our devices in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. We are binding on microwave frequency weapons and 5G components. We bind all sonic frequencies, debilitating sonic frequency attacks and the work of every druid. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurer and the magician. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, tribal groups, indigenous groups, any group, all COVID, all cabal, 
all COVID, all cabal, all cult, all conclave. We take authority, dominion, and power over you. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, all your wickedness, all your evil, and all your attacks against the kingdom of God. Every attack must go back, especially those under the umbrella of the Illuminati, including non-governmental organizations, the UN, the WHO, the WEF, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in Jesus' name. Yes, that includes uh, Facebook and all the others that are working against the kingdom of God, that are trying to withhold truth from the people, in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every surveillance organization. Jesus does not approve of our cell phones surveilling us. Thank you, Father. How convenient that there are no more phone booths. But there are ATMs. There are ATMs for changing out drug money. Thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic art. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind all free-flying devils and free-flying witches in Jesus' name. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air. We return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils and satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We take authority, dominion, and power in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents, and we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage. Hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, tranquilize, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, 
and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. We bind false flags. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us, and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender our witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast, binding all abortions as a magical ritual, binding and returning to sender all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, all magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such. Curses and all in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all tribal witchcraft in an occult activity against us in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all Chaldean witchcraft and its outworkings in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all Spanish and Haitian witchcraft in Jesus' name. Breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, every act of sexual sin, binding magical spells for love, money, protection, be black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding syncreting binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater devils and stripping them of their thrones, their crowns, and their powers, returning them to Jesus Christ because all power belongs to God, binding all conjurations and summoning of demons, binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, Divining practices, magic spells, potions, binding all blockages to righteous spiritual reception. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit in the children of disobedience. Martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fiscal, 
and soulish sacrifices. Now, whoever it is that thinks that they only do human sacrifices during Halloween, you are wrong. They do them all the time, especially on Christian holidays. They do them all the time. We bind them all the time. Why? Because they're doing them all the time. Amen? We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Collet, mm-hmm. Isis, all, Osiris, all false doc, all false deities, all gods and goddesses, Apollyon, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his seventy-two. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ, chain you with eternal chains unto darkness. Hallelujah. And send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots. And we return their afflictions to workers of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind all psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, and signals in Jesus' name. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, a vow, pledge, and pact in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, the Masonic charters, all the rituals of secret society and those of the associated organizations in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack against our body, including weariness in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold. We break your crippled hole right now. Come up and out of God's people. All weariness, come up and out of God's people in the name of Jesus. All weariness, weariness, weariness of soul, weariness in the battle, weariness in well-doing. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Come up and out. Come up and out of God's people. Come up and out. Come up and out of God's people. Uncross your arms, uncross your legs, uncross your feet. Weariness, weariness and well-doing. Come on out. Come out of God's people in Jesus' name. Come out of God's people in the name of Jesus. Weariness, the draining of your energies and your vitality, bound in Jesus' name. Bound, crushed under the feet of Jesus. 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 Crush under the feet of Jesus. Come on out of God's people. There's work for us to do. Come out of God's people. Oh, I'm so tired I can't listen anymore. I bind that lie in the name of Jesus. Fight back. Resist the devil. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm so tired. I've worked all day. I can't do this, and I can't do that, and I can't do this, and I can't do that. So I'm going to give myself this excuse for not doing 
All power is in his name. You have access to the power. Use it. The greater one lives in you. Saints, do what you know is right. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Roca de la brecha, la de Dios, requita la brecha, de recorra aquí, hallelujah. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the lay of the sin. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We, we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft back on their own hands as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power, power, power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence so we won't put anything ahead of you. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we lift up to you all of those that were able to go in the natural to the protest about the southern border of the United States of America. We bind the attack of the enemy against them. Since they've come home, they've come under the attack of the enemy. And to those that were with them in spirit, we bind the attack of the enemy. We push back with the power in the name of Jesus. We push back with the power in the name of Jesus. We push back with the power in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, for people who are now conscious of the will of God. We thank you for the judge that denied them the right to allow the illegals to vote in New York. We cast down that wicked work in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask that you strengthen those who are standing for your cause in the earth. We thank you, Lord. Give them supernatural strength from on high. Fill them with your fullness. Anoint them with your grace and mighty power. 
We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you gave us the right to bear arms. We thank you, Lord, for strengthening those who know the truth, and the truth has made them free. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for raising up those that will listen to you and believe you and stop believing the lies of the enemy and will push back in their prayers, push back in their praise, push back in their devotions to you. Thank you, Lord. Strengthen them, Lord. We yet have work to do. We give you praise. We give you glory. We bind the hindrances that have come into their lives. We move them out of the way with the name of Jesus. We take authority over the blockages that have been thrown their way by the enemy. We send them back to the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. And we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, that Pastor Pat is still praying for us. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for that mighty cloud of witnesses in the heavenlies that are praying on our behalf, that are praying for us to do the breakthrough, that are praying for us to come through, that are praying for us to keep demonstrating the victory of Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Put our hands to work doing that what we ought to do. So, Father, we thank you for blessing our time of consecration to you. We thank you, Lord, for putting our hands to the plow yet again and this outreach to those who still don't know you, but they're chasing the Easter Bunny. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it. In Jesus' name. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief and whom we serve and obey. Father, we disconnect ourselves from every demon that has followed us. Everyone that attempted to hitchhike was sent to us, transferred to us. We command them to be bound and to leave us now. If we went to a funeral, we disconnect ourselves from the death spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. We disconnect ourselves with the sword of the spirit from every spirit of death and destruction in Jesus' holy name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that were left behind in Afghanistan or some other place and are being imprisoned or persecuted, and the January 6th prisoners. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We want to thank you, Father. We want to thank you for covering us with the blood of Jesus. We cover our mode of transportation, whatever that may be, and we forbid any demon to interfere with our progress in Jesus' name. We cover ourselves, our property, with the blood of Jesus. 
We take authority over any demon that decided to distract us from Jesus Christ in any way, either through bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to enter into our dreams. We are not fed in our dreams. We do not drink in our dreams in Jesus' name. We command them to stay away. We thank you, Father, for your warring angels that protect us even when we are asleep. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you, Lord. We tear down their protection. We remove away their shields. We hand them to the Holy Spirit. We say, Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back. Every attack, every attack, every attack must go back. In Jesus' name, we pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, everything, everything that's not of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, there are those that should still be of our number, that the devil has lured away through a circumstance in their own lives. We put them in the hands of God, the Holy Spirit. And we forgive their defection in Jesus' name. Woo, that felt better. We forgive their defection in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We destroy all ungodly silver coins and ley line and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, Covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all of the forms of agreement with the demonic realm. Thank you, Lord. We tear down and destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, and such. And we destroy the powers of their charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, Fetishes, psychic powers, psychic thoughts, witchcraft, sorcery, magic, voodoo, brain frequency meditation, all mind control, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, torment, psychic power and warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burning, incantations, chantings, ungodly blessings, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sin and everything sent to us by the enemy camp in Jesus' name. It came from their camp. It's gone back to their camp. We return spirits of hate, bitterness, fear, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, blindness, bondage, heaviness, and hatred in Jesus' name. We break every yoke, Lord, that you didn't give us. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. We thank you, Lord, and we refuse the the witchcraft that the enemy has sent against our minds in Jesus' name. We give it back to him. It's his bright idea, not ours. Help us not to walk into his trap, Father, in Jesus' holy name. In Jesus' holy, holy name. 
Amen. Don't forget, your homework is to recast the broadcast. Amen. God's not finished talking to us. Amen. Amen. Plus, there's a sermon that I've already posted that's in the chat room. Avail yourself to it. Amen. Amen. Rise for the benediction. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Out in Jesus' name. Amen. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. And the church said, Amen. I release on you the conviction of the Holy Spirit of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor loves you. Do right. God's waiting for your obedience. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Oh, my